Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club, and welcome to our author, Sarah Catherine Gutierrez. Welcome, SC. Thank you for having me. Yeah, excited to have excited to have you on. Sarah Catherine is a CFP. She is a speaker. She is the CEO and founding partner at Aptus Financial, and she is the author of But First Save 10, The One Simple Money Move That Will Change Your Life. Again, I'm excited to have you on. SC, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to write the book. Well, since you start with personal life, uh, I am a mom. I have three kids, uh, Marco, Max, and Lucia. They are eight, six, and four, and truly my life. We have a little dog, Messi, uh, named after the soccer player, Lionel Messi, for any uh, La Liga Barcelona fans out there. <laughs> um, so uh, married to my dear husband, Jorge, and uh, we co-own a salsa dancing nightclub. So I want anybody listening to take away that uh, I'm not your typical dog. Uh, financial uh, writer. We have a very spicy uh, life that I think uh, makes its way into uh, financial advice in the book. Um, I am the owner of a financial planning firm. We do uh, flat fee financial planning. And the reason we uh, have this model is to be able to uh, work with people earlier in their careers. So people can, uh, can just pay for our advice, even if they don't have assets. And I think it's really valuable, especially for people who have lots of student loan debt. So we've got uh, folks with, you know, 500,000 to 800,000. And we have a couple has a million and a half in student loan debt. And uh, so we're we're really proud to have a a very specific model that can address uh, people earlier in their uh, in their asset accumulation phase. The other side of the business is we do uh, retirement plans. And this is the inspo for the book because what we found is that we could walk into a room, sit down with someone who was 25 years old and say, you know, hey, here's why you need to save, like give our best arguments and then pull up the website where they sign up for the retirement plan and there they would put very unceremoniously, 10%. Hmm. And it was as simple as that. And time after time after time of doing it, and years passing, they forgot they were doing it. And all of a sudden, uh, I realized this is scary. It should not be this easy for someone to be able to, to save just by simply being asked to do it. And so I decided to write a book and it is targeted towards women. I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that reasons, you know, that we would see time and time again in our sessions where we would say, Hey, you need to save 10%. Um, or, or, you know, if you're in your forties, you need to catch up and get to like 20 or 25%. And like the number one response people would have to us, especially women is no one has ever told me this. Hmm. Like we know we need to save, but we don't need know how much. Like we don't know the number. And so that's why this this book is it's called But First 
save 10. It's not but first save because we can all agree we're supposed to save. Right. But if we can have the tools to continuously reinforce the number is 10%. The number is 10%. You save 10%. We always save 10%. If, if we all just started like putting that into our ordinary dialogue, I know for a fact that people will do it because I've seen them do it. So that was the inspiration for the book. And that's why the book is so specific at pay yourself first, saving 10%. Nice. I appreciate that. It's so funny that, that, yeah, everybody does say you need to be saving money, but there's not enough out there that gives specific instructions on, hey, let's not complicate this too much. Save 10%. <laughs> right. And there's all these books that really are complicated, and they're so fantastic for people who want to optimize. Like there are young people that really want to optimize. They want to do it exactly precisely right. They want to read and nerd out on this stuff. And there's so, so much literature for them. This is the literature for the people who are like, just give me the cliff notes here. Mm -hmm. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yes, I, I love it. So obviously it sounds like when people open it up, you're hoping that they're going to just – really have 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 their financial world simplified what are what are you hoping that, that people really get out of reading it yes i want them to read it and first of all get motivated to save so i do start with the premise that we don't necessarily all agree that we need to save now no one is going to say to me eh, i'm good like i don't think we need to save i think we can all kind of agree but i'm giving this very specific argument to save for retirement and then not rate it. So I don't take that for granted. And I walk through, of course, the good old compound interest chart, but this is a shocking revelation. I was not motivated by seeing a compound interest chart, which I know should kick me out of the financial planning profession. <laughs> but it wasn't it, okay? So I give every motivation. You know, one of my favorite uh, quotes is, I heard it on a podcast, you know, Paula Pant. Um, she said, you know, saving is not delaying gratification until you retire. Saving can be its own gratification. And so I would say, like, get those first painful dollars out of the way that you save, and then you'll start getting excited about them. Like, so for me, my personal gratification from just saving as a practice was when I hit $50,000. Do you have like that number? I hate to put you on the spot, but do you remember a number where you were like, oh, this is fun? Yeah, well, I, I, I honestly, I think I, I can remember when I actually hit $10,000 in in, in, ah. in my 401k. It was, you know, so yeah, for 50 grand and then 100,000, every one of those things was 100% was a milestone. Yeah, so I, I, I try to like walk through like, here is how you are going to feel. You're going to feel a sense of, of accomplishment, you'll feel a sense of power. Like the, this is not delaying your fun and, and excitement until retirement. And so the the book really starts with this, you know, the, the bulk of the book is this argument to save. And, you know, and it's not just saving. You know, I saw a recent UBS study, you probably saw it too, that half over half of millennials are leaving their financial decisions to their spouses. Hmm. And this is despite the fact that 90% of 
of women who are widowed or women who are have been divorced and they're in their 60s say, wow, I wish I had taken on more of my of the financial decisions. I wish I knew more about what was going on. And so this really, there's a whole chapter in there about why women really should be part of this decision-making team, you know, not only for themselves, but in their marriages as well. It, will, it, it, it helps the team out. It's not just helping, you know, her out, it's helping everybody out. And so there's this really like fundamental, like, please, you don't have to obsess about this stuff. I just want you involved. And so once you then hopefully like HR, sign up for 10%, which a lot of women have been writing to me saying like rest yet, but you know, I'm saving 10% now, which I think is so cool. Then the rest of the book goes into then, okay, now what? Like, so you're saving 10%, but you know, what if you, you know, what if you need to go new, buy new tires? Like, where's that money going to come from? What if you lose your job? My God, in this pandemic, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, my husband and I own a salsa dancing nightclub. Right. You know, it hasn't done so well this year. <laughs> right. We're so grateful to have an emergency fund. Folks, the absolute, like, wow, could this ever happen? This was the year that those things happened. And I think that for the first time, people are like, yeah, it's a great idea to have an emergency fund. So I didn't have to make the argument too hard. Uh, there, but yeah, like why not save ahead for those big ticket items like new tires, like home repairs, like emergencies, oh, vacations, gifts, clothes. Like, so I walk through a cash flow system that is so painfully simple where you just save ahead every month into those little savings accounts and then you spend the rest. I love spending all my money, I love spending it. It's so gratifying to like have a checking account and then spend it all. I love it. And you know, most people do. And you don't have to be shameful about it anymore because if you save first, then you get to have that gratifying feeling of spending your last dollar. So it's like this book is truly for everyone, including the spenders like me who enjoy spending all their money. Well, I think that that's awesome. And it's so valuable to to give people a practical framework. And I mean, I heard I heard years ago that that what's obvious to you will be brilliant to somebody else. And with that, sort of the spirit of that is, yeah, okay, it's so obvious to you at this point how much you should just be setting aside into these other accounts, but but brilliant to other people because they've never maybe even thought about that before. So I think that's so helpful. Thank you. Yeah, people are like, how much does that cost to set up those savings accounts? And it's like, dude, you get paid for it. They pay you interest in those accounts. <laughs> so it's it's really funny when, when people hear, you know, set up six or seven savings accounts, you know, yeah, of course. Your, yeah. your bank is, is happy to yeah. do it. Right, yeah, awesome. So in terms of, of, of habits, I, 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 I know that you've already been talking a little bit about that, but there are certain habits that you said, these are ones I really want to see people break and these are ones I really want to see people people build. I mean, this is all habits. Okay, so we just hit New Year's, you know, and this is the time where everyone's really motivated and our brains have been studied. Like, this is the time. Like, it, 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 is, it is not bad that you once a year 
have a moment in time where you really feel motivated to build a new habit, to, to do some self-improvement. This is a great piece of our brain. But we do know that those habits, some maybe stick, but most of them will probably fall off at the end of the year. So here is where I believe, you know, we can utilize technology to, ba to basically rewire our brains. Because here's the thing, oftentimes it takes becoming a saver to be a saver. So here is how this thing works. It's called automation. <laughs> so if you committed at New Year's to say, I'm going to put 10% of my gross pay every single month into a savings account, my guess is you probably will make it two or three months. But if you say, just like in the book, I'm going to save 10%, you march into HR, you say, what's all this retirement plan, 401k, 403b, 457 business about? And they say, oh, well, let, let's let's help you sign up here. And you say, okay, I hear I need to do 10%. You're not locked in, by the way. You're not locked in. You can change it by the next month, right? Um, so that's the beautiful thing is there's always an out. But you sign up for it. And then by the next payroll, 10% of your check, or actually less if you get the tax deduction, if you do the pre-tax uh, contribution, your paycheck goes down a little bit. And you're like, ah, whew feel that but then it happens again the next pay period and, and at that point you've adapted and it's just kind of like anything you sign up for paycheck parking health insurance all of that like taxes who knew about taxes do you do you like know what your taxes are that come out every month do you know your health insurance coming no because it's automated right. you don't think about it so the beauty is, here you are, you've, you've made one decision, you've felt it one time, and then you stop feeling it because you've adapted to that contribution. You wake up the next year, you're like, what was my New Year's resolution again? Oh, it was to save. You pull up your retirement account and you say, oh my God, I did it. I kept it. And then that next year, you do something else. Automation is the miracle. And so for anybody listening here who doesn't have, you know, only 50% of companies have 401ks. So, you know, that's really scary because I know how powerful automation is. It's been studied. There's a great book called Nudge that, that shows that once you sign up for a 401k and you, and you have that money, con that, that money come out, there's a 10% chance you'll ever back it down. So how then can you replicate that if you own your own business or you're in a company that doesn't have a 401k? Well, God, you can do it yourself. You can set up an IRA, set up a Roth IRA. You can auto-contribute to it. There are ways that you can actually auto-contribute, auto-invest that, again, are going to circumvent that brain or buttress it through the year where you get to make one good decision, feel one moment of relative pain, and then you are forever a saver after that. Amen, sister. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, since, since, since you wrote it, has, has your perspective or, or experience changed at all or just, just maybe been reinforced even? You know, um, I remember the moment before the unbox thing and those first few painful weeks when it was out into the world <laughs> and like I couldn't eat the stress. <laughs> I, like I, I felt like. 
like someone was going to find the biggest, dumbest hole in my argument. <laughs> and it wasn't until I started getting like loads of people, women like emailing me and messaging me through my social media saying, oh my God, like I can't put this book down. Like, cause I, you know, it's, it's entertaining, but then saying like, I mean, I, I didn't know it was that easy. And so signing up for 10%. So that that's my biggest hope was that this thing would be approachable. This thing would be entertaining enough that it's not that dry, like here are the technicalities of money. So the fact that people are saying like, oh yeah, that was really funny. And I kept reading, you know, it did achieve what I was hoping was just to be funny enough. I mean, we go into mutual funds here. I mean, we're, 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 we are talking about some technical stuff, but it's, it's, it moves enough that people can get through it. And so that has been the most gratifying thing is, is that people are reading it and then immediately taking action. Not like, Oh, that was interesting. I, you know, who does my 401k and I signed it for 10%. Some people sent me screenshots. Nice. That, I mean, like, I keep wondering, like, will that ever get old? Will it get old? Like, someone sending me a screenshot of their 10%. I'm not sure if it ever will. I can't imagine. It has been the most exhilarating ride I have ever been on other than family. Well, that's, yes. I think that that is totally awesome. I'm fine to saying that I'd rather be useful than brilliant. Um, and certainly when people are taking screenshots of the fact that they are now saving 10% into a 401k, I think that that's an absolutely amazing thing. So congratulations and, 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 and great job. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Be useful than brilliant. Amen. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 way too many. Well, there's a lot of brilliant folks out there. So anyway, any other advice to readers? So yeah, you know the the main thing that I try to get across there is just we have to get past our self judgment, our shame at not doing it before. And I would say anyone going into reading this, know that I'm going to give you those tools, but if you can just go ahead and from page one, say, this is about the past. There are women who have read this book who are 50 years old, who are saving for the first time. And I mean, they have to get over so much of that self judgment to get there. But the reality is when you get to the chapter, on the history of why women are not, not involved in money. You know, we we cannot have this kind of shame if we're going to fix this. Like, this is, you know, there is a tradition of women not being involved in money. And we are a part of this first generation that is going to have to try to buck those trends. Shedding that baggage, this book will actually have an impact i love it that's it's an incredible thing 
SC, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and where can they pick up a copy of But First Save Ten? So much. It has been a huge honor to be able to talk to you about this, and thank you so much for choosing this book for your February book club. I love you enough. Yeah. Where can they pick up a copy, and where can they learn more about you? Well, you can um, pick up a copy if you go to uh, my website, but save10.com. It will take you to my publisher where you can order a signed copy that will be sent to you uh, with all of my best mojo in that green ink that I sign it with. Um, you can also pick one up at Barnes & Noble, at Amazon, and uh, get, it, uh, get it pretty quick. And um, so you can learn more about um, about me and my. I do a lot of public speaking, especially to women's groups at ladiesplainingmoney.com. Um, I also have an Instagram where we do a lot of education at ladiesplaining.money. And then of course the business that I um, that I uh, have, have founded and, and involved in every day. So aptusfinancial.com. Awesome. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sarah Catherine your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to save10.com to pick up a copy of the book. Go to But app- first save 10. Oh, but Sorry. first. Not at all. <laughs> but first save 10.com. Go to aptus, A-P-T-U-S, financial.com and ladiesplainingmoney.com and find them on social media, Instagram as well. I'll list all of those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, SC. Thank you so much, George. Have a good rest of your day. Uh, you as well. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. I know how important it is for me to hit reset, to refocus, reprioritize, and even reprogram myself every quarter or so in order to make sure that my mind, my body, and my money are where they need to be. These days, we are all going hard constantly with so many demands on our time our attention and that's why I created the Strive Online Bootcamp to be able to take a step back to ensure that we're optimized in three key areas of our lives our minds our bodies and our money and I'd love for you to come with me on this two-week journey you can click on the link in the notes of the show or you can go to strivedetox.com check out the program love to have you a part of it.